As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, my name is Tracy, and I just listened to the podcast on hiring, and I had to send it to my sister because we both own studios. I have one here in Orange County. Hey, girl. Hey. And she has one in Los Angeles, and she is constantly telling me how she is overloaded, overworked, and she can't do this, and she can't do that. And I'm like, you need to hire people, but she won't listen to me. So I sent her your podcast. And A, you have a new fan. She has already hired a person. So I want to say thank you because my sister's life has been just upside down because she just refuses to hire people. And she does exactly what you say. I'll hire people when I think I have enough money. And I'm like, girl, you have a great studio. It's just going to go in the wrong direction if you don't hire somebody. So thank you for that. You're amazing. Thank you for sharing. God bless. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. I'm Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. And we know your time is valuable. So every Tuesday, we release an episode loaded with quick tips designed to get you in and get you out. All right, mom, this one's all you. All right, you're going to love this quick tip Tuesday. This is a really important listen. So thank you for spending time with me today. All right, off to the show. I wanted to get a pat on the back and be recognized for my hustle and my work ethic. I wore it like a badge of honor. So because of that, I wouldn't let go of most things. I also believed as probably you do, no one's going to be able to do this the way that I do it. It's just going to take me so long to explain it. By the time I teach someone else how to do it, I could probably just do it myself. If I do teach someone else how to do this, they probably won't do it right. How could they possibly do it as well as I do it? And all those excuses were in my head. I'm sharing that with you because it's a mindset. And if you ever hope to have work-life balance, the first thing you have to do is shift your mindset. You have to understand that you can't do it all. You have to understand that you are going to make more money when you spend money to have people help you, people who are better at what you do than what you do. You also have to shift your mindset and realize you ain't all that and there are actually people on the planet who can do what it is you think you can do better than everybody else. I had to do that. You can do it too. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from guilt, from depression, and from the trappings of the consumer culture we've built our lives around real freedom. I think that's beautiful. 
I think a lot of what we want has minimalist principles involved in it. When I talk to people about social media or when I just look at the trends of what people are actually doing on social media, I see minimalist principles coming through. People more than ever are not just valuing the pretty picture on Instagram or the person who can post the most. They're valuing people who share quality content, who aren't just pushing an agenda, but they're actually trying to teach or they're actually trying to entertain or to make you laugh. They're actually trying to add value to your life. A huge point in minimalism is the idea that if something isn't adding value to your life, if it's not bringing you joy any longer, maybe it was at one point, but it's not anymore, that you don't need it and you should get rid of it. That's the idea behind minimalism. In a way, as entrepreneurs, I think we all are kind of minimalists. Even Gary Vee, I think he could be defined as a minimalist. I know that might sound crazy, and I know you're probably picturing his New York office that's covered in gifts from fans and different tchotchkes and all that good stuff, but I think Gary Vee could be a minimalist because his message is very simple. Although, yes, he preaches grind and he preaches hustle, he only preaches grind and hustle if that's what you want. If those are the things that are necessary to achieve your goals, then go for it. That's the whole idea behind minimalism and why I think we should apply more minimalist principles to our social media and to our life as entrepreneurs. It's less about having to live with less and restricting yourself. And I think it's more about learning what's really important. Patience and persistence needs to be your middle name. You're going to win. If you just stay in the game, just stay in the freaking game. Here's a statistic that's going to make you realize like, okay, I've got work to do. On average, when someone buys from us online prior to their purchase, they've had 34 different interactions or touch points with us. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you've had 34 messages back and forth, but that would count right? But 34 touch points means they've consumed content of yours. You've interacted with them someplace in social media. Maybe they've downloaded something of yours. Like every single time they've come in contact with you, that's considered a touch point. Now, a quick view, you know, maybe double tapping and liking one of your photos. I don't know if that's really considered a touch point, but something where it's like it sinks in with them what it is you stand for and how it is you can help them. That's a touch point. Once you've piqued the interest of your potential customer, get this, and they're sitting on the fence, this is going to blow you away. The average potential customer sits on the fence for 22 days. That means they already know they need something from you. They already think they want to buy something from you, but it takes them on average 22 days before they pull the trigger. I will set 90-day goals. I will set 10 90-day goals along with a push goal, which is kind of like the most important goal or or the goal that I can start with that if I get it accomplished, it will help a lot of the other goals kind of fall into place. So that's how I start. I start by evaluating my priorities and evaluating how satisfied I am with the different areas in my life. I rank those on a scale of 1 to 10. And one little personal note here, and this is really in almost all things when I grade on a scale of 1 to 10, I don't use the number 7. I don't use the number 7. It frustrates my friends when they're like, how badly do you want to go to In-N-Out on a scale of 1 to 10? And 
Well, actually, that one would always be a 10. But whenever they ask me how much is something or what would I grade something on a scale of one to 10, I say, well, you know, I don't use sevens. And that is a personal belief of mine, something I learned a while ago. And basically, it's the idea that if you're choosing seven on a scale of one to 10, you're basically saying nothing. Seven allows you to pick a number without really having to commit. So I like to use this too if I'm trying to think of a business opportunity. Maybe I got invited to speak somewhere on the East Coast and I'm trying to weigh, you know, how much am I going to get paid for this? Am I going to be able to sell? How big is the audience? What's my opportunity to serve? How many relationships can I network and build there? And so I'll weigh it on a scale of one to 10. How badly do I want to go? But I don't let myself use seven because if I chose seven, it's not really committing. But if I have to choose an eight, then that means I'm really committed to the thing. I really like the idea or the opportunity. If I choose six, it's a little bit more on the weak side. It's, uh, I mean, it's good, but it's not that great. So when you choose seven, you're just kind of saying good. It's like when you're asked, hey, how was your day today? And you just mindlessly reply, good. That is not committing to any real feeling. And so for the same reason, I don't use seven when I'm ranking how I'm feeling, how satisfied I'm feeling in the different areas of my life. Continuing then after I set those intentions and decide how satisfied I am with the different areas, I'll move into the 90-day goal setting, the short-term goal setting. And those goals will be based off the satisfaction or dissatisfaction that I just previously decided upon. From there, I will also usually write down two to three long-term goals. I usually do this maybe only once or twice a year and I reevaluate them every once in a while, but it's not like I'm recreating long-term goals. Persistence is hard and it's really hard when it's just you. And it's even harder when it's just you and you're not exactly sure what to do. You're trying to learn it from watching other people, right? And patience. When it comes to patience, all that I can say is, trust me on this. You're being too hard on yourself. It's going to take time. Those same people that, you know, you idolize, I guarantee did not happen overnight. It might look like it, but it wasn't a stroke of luck. It wasn't that one last thing that they did. It's all the things. It's all the things. And that takes time and patience. And if your family is a priority to you, then you're going to have to be a little bit more patient and a lot more focused. You know, I get messages again from people every day that, Shalene, can you do an episode on how to build a business when you have kids and your kids are your priority? Okay, yeah, here you go. It's a bonus to this episode. Here's your answer. Focus. I guarantee that you're spending your time doing things that aren't moving your business forward, but are keeping you busy. Get focused. Get accountability. Yes, you can 1000% honor your family and build a business at the same time. Don't use that as an excuse, but you need to get yourself dialed in. You need accountability. You need a strict schedule. You need focus. And yeah, you're going to have to sacrifice some of the other stuff that maybe some of your mom or dad friends get to do, you know, just leisurely spending their time in the evenings. That's when you're going to need to work on your side hustle right? You're going to have to make some sacrifices, but you got to get focused. And it's going to take some time. Do not give up. You need to be omnipresent. That also takes persistence and patience. But omnipresent means that you understand. It's not just repurposing all of your content. It means you understand these platforms and take the time that's required to understand how the platform works and how you can maybe transfer that audience to a place where you can connect better with people. You can't be everywhere at once. 
And if you try to show up everywhere, you will show up nowhere successfully. I'll say that again. If you try to be everywhere at once, you will successfully show up nowhere. I'm not recommending putting all of our eggs in one basket, but we can't put one egg in each basket and think that that's enough. We need to determine where we can successfully be. If we're talking about social media, I know for me, I can successfully be on two, maybe three different social media platforms. Any more than that, and I start losing the quality of my posts. I can't engage as regularly, I lose focus, and I just can't keep it going. Of course, if you have a team, if you have people helping you, you can do more and appear in more places. But in terms of your own time, energy, and focus, it's limited. So we can't try to be everywhere at once. Instead, we should try to purposefully and intentionally be in a few places. If you want to find balance, you have to ask yourself what matters most right now. Enough with this you know, making excuses and saying, I want to leave a legacy for my kids. And well, this is what you have to do early on in your business. For a moment, I want to speak just to those of you who are parents. And I want to say this to you. When someone tells you you have to hustle hard and crush it when you first start your business, that is all true. But that can be done any time in your lifetime. What can never be regained A moment in time that can never be replicated is when your children are young and it's going to go by so fast. And their early formative years, your goal, this is my opinion, and you can be super offended and never listen to my podcast ever again. That's fine. I don't care because I speak on behalf of the children. Your goal, your obligation is to be parents first. And you can't be parents if you're not ever there. I'm sorry, you can't be a great dad if you're hustling at 5.30 a.m. and coming home at 10.30 p.m. and constantly taking business trips and networking and all this jazz and pretend and then doing posts about how great of a family person you are and how important your family is to you. That's all BS. Just because you say it's what's most important to you, that doesn't mean you're living that. And you know that. Your obligation is to the gift that God has given you in the form of your children. And you'll never get this time again. And you can be the most incredible entrepreneur at any other time in your life. But right now when your children are young, this is a season for raising healthy, confident, secure children. And that requires attachment. That requires time with them. Am I saying that you can't build your business? Of course not. But it means you've got to figure out what you need to say yes to, what you need to say no to. And you need to know that you are in a season of developing young minds and your children. In my personal opinion, this is not the time to be at the pinnacle of your career. But that makes you nervous because you think, well, maybe this time will never come again. Why would you doubt yourself that way? Why would you assume that this moment will never come to you again. If you think that, then you're doubting your own greatness because those opportunities have come to you because you've manifested them and you can do it again. But right now, the number one thing that you should be focused on is raising your family. And that's it for today. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. This is a Quick Tip Tuesday, and we are done. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful. 
especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz. But you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear. And I know you will be too. It can be life changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's going to be so obvious to you. And it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.